You're listening to Not Another Origin Story, the comic book movie podcast. I'm your host, Pogues, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Ben Chapman. hey How's it going? It's going all right. How about you? I am doing fine. Um, I'm excited about this next movie. I'm excited about our Constantine episode. I said that weird. I made it sound like it was Ovaltine. Um, if you haven't listened to a review of Ovaltine yet, with Ryan Schulte, you should definitely check it out. Drink, drink your Constantine. Um, but it's a perfectly, it, it's, it's an incredibly funny episode. Uh, Ryan is, uh, if you need to be tempted to listen to it, Ryan is uh, both funny and an expert on Constantine. He's read all, God. Although he wasn't that much of an expert, I'm going to be honest. He didn't answer like half my questions. It was really. He funny. had plenty of answers, excuse me. And he even referenced the storyline in which Constantine's trench coat comes alive, something I was unaware of. <laughs> yes, there's been some kooky. I, I didn't know about that story either, but it fits well into the Constantine uh, yeah. Um Yeah, so we are, of course, on a minisode. Um, I can't, I'm not going to talk about the minisode like you've never heard of before, because there's no reason for you to open up a minisode if you haven't. Uh, and as you're probably well aware, we always start one with a, a hefty amount of self-deprecation about the minisodes, right? Yep. Oh, boy, they're the worst. No one listens to them. <laughs> Man, we sure do suck. All right, moving on. Moving uh, on to the next movie. Yes. Um, I, I got to say, we can't avoid the hype around uh, what's currently blowing up the box office and internet YouTube comments from horrible people all over the place, <laughs> which is the current Batman v Superman. But we're not doing it yet. We're not doing an episode on it yet. And I it's... think it's it's probably a good idea not to because I think right yeah. now people are either so negative or so for it that it would not be the episode would either infuriate infuriate or just be like they weren't hard enough. You know Everyone, what I mean? Like yeah, everyone is in the trenches right now on their side on the issue about this movie. Uh, you know, and by everyone I mean <laughs> I mean predominantly white people with the time and money and energy to spend on being mad at a movie. Yeah. Um People on the internet. People on the internet uh, are, are thoroughly entrenched, and frankly, I'm just sick about reading about it, so I don't want to double yeah, down on I, that. I saw the movie and uh, saw it opening night, and when I left the theater, I sent Ben a message that just said, when we do this movie, it will be the longest episode ever, because <laughs> I, there, it is not a good movie. It's uh, Lex Luthor is as bad as we feared from the trailers, and the movie just... It's insanely long and feels every minute of its length. Like, there's no point where you're like, man, I can't believe there's only a half an hour left. You're like, Jesus Christ, there's still a half an hour left? So I won't go any more into spoilers or anything, but when we do this movie, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, and I think it would be interesting to pick it up, like, at least, like, I don't know, months, but at least a month from now. Yeah, yeah, maybe when they release it, like, on VOD or something. Yeah, when the fires die down and people who either got really upset and angry at it or the people who got really defensive about it because they had a good time are all sort of, once those opinions cool, I think it's going to be an interesting thing to talk about. Plus, there's a pretty good chance that a lot of people just aren't going to go see the movie now. Not a right. lot of people, but, you know, the average viewer might just be like, ah, wait till it's on Netflix or, you know I mean, until I can rent it for $2 instead of going to the theater. That's what I'm doing. Um, yeah, I mean... Rotten Tomatoes gives it, what you say, like a 20%, which is yeah. insane for a... Uh, Rotten Tomatoes is weird, though, because I don't really understand their quality of reviewers they utilize. But Metacritic, which I think is the stronger source because of the way it aggregates, is 44%. Which is still, which is still wildly low. Yeah. But I guess 
I mean, that Warner Brothers doesn't need to give a shit in DC because the movie already grossed half a billion dollars or yeah. something. And got, and got a score worse than Wolverine Origins. Which is... <laughs> Alright, I've seen like 25 minutes of Wolverine Origins, and I don't think Batman vs. Superman was that bad. Yeah, that's bizarre. I feel, I, feel, I feel like the reviews must be too harsh for that to be the case. Anyway, I, I think like 20% is what like AVP got. Yeah, we're getting out of control, but the point is, is that it's obviously a Batman v Superman right now. You're not going to hear about it. Instead, you're going to hear about a little more Batman. We've done two of them so far. We've done all the way back, a throwback to the 1989 Batman um, with Michael Keaton, and then we've uh, uh, jumped ahead to the Dark uh, Dark Knight series, Nolan area, to do Batman two Begins. great episodes if you have not listened to them. They're great. They're amazing episodes, and we hope to add to the Pantheon with Batman Returns. That's right. Michael Keaton, Danny DeVito, Michelle Pfeiffer, uh, I just forgot oh the my God. name, who's the bad guy? Uh, the Penguin? No. Uh, the, <laughs> is, there, is there another villain in that? I don't yeah, remember. Yeah, Max Shrek, the guy who creates... Oh, yeah. I can, I, this is insane. I cannot think of the actor's name. He's the guy who takes all the punctuation out of scripts when he gets them. Oh, Christopher Walken. Yes. I Max... forget everything about this movie, except for the fact that it's really just the first Catwoman movie. This oh, it, it is... This is so is much about Catwoman. So much. And Max and uh, Christopher Walken's wig in this movie is... Oh, yes! Superb. You just flooded my brain with an image of it. And <laughs> yeah, it is. It is like Disney. Bram Stoker's Dracula crazy. <laughs> spectacular. So... Get but ready. We... I didn't actually look to see if this was available on Netflix, Netflix blah, 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 but uh, I'm assuming it's not. Yeah, it's probably going to be an old rental for me. Um, yeah, it's mostly rentable, but it's like two bucks, you know. Come yeah, on, people. It's nothing that bad. And come plus, on. come on, walk down memory lane, or in some cases, if our you know listeners are millennials, walk down new memories because you don't know what this movie is. It has an 80%. It has twice the, or three, somewhere around twice the reviews of, of Batman v Superman. Uh, which um, is weird because it is not, it's also not a good movie. Yeah, it's, anyway, we can, we can go on forever about that. But yeah, that, uh, so, so find Batman uh, Returns wherever you want to find it streaming or if you want to steal it, which I don't endorse, but also do endorse. Um, and We been... legally do not endorse. It... Yeah, <laughs> correct. Um, I, I'm excited. I, I, I remember a lot and also almost nothing. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's one of those movies where I have like a, a recollection of it, but I wonder if I've just created my own crappier version of it in my head, although I yeah, don't think so. I recall Christopher Walken, like you said, but... I don't remember what, he, what he's doing in that movie. I don't remember what his plot is. Anyway. He runs whatever the company is that right. Michelle Pfeiffer works at. Oh, yeah. She's is... brought back to life the same way as Catwoman and Catwoman. Or Halle Bailey and Catwoman. Weird A choice. A cat, like, kisses her. Anyway. <laughs> we will certainly cover that thoroughly when we do that episode. Um, do we have any comments or, or responses to talk about from our Constantine? Uh, uh no, our, our faithful user with the really long number name did not see oh. any corrections. Didn't see much. Uh, we got some nice compliments. Uh, one guy, Zach Miller, said that it inspired him to want to go and read the comics, so that's kind of cool. We know yeah, we accomplished cool. that. Also, yeah. an update on the uh, Schulte Hayes beef 2016. Ooh. Feel free to use that hashtag and, and tell us who you side with. <laughs> Tweet at... NAOS pod and let us know <laughs> who, are, who are you for in the Schulte Hayes beef. 
<laughs> yeah, dust off that that Twitter account and come. Yeah, ten year old Twitter account. Which let's hope. Um, yeah, I was gonna say, let's hope we either one of us can even remember the password to our Twitter <laughs> account. I'm not even sure yeah. it's it's posting our episodes anymore. I gotta I gotta add that to my to my accounts and uh, freshen up the content. Yeah, that would um, be nice. So jumping, I guess jumping right into news then, just so we can uh, talk about the things of interest right now. Uh, staying on topic of what we were just talking about. Fuck fans. Batman uh, v Superman. I hate saying V so fucking. Just verse. Just VS. God damn it. It hasn't bothered me until just now. But <laughs> well, Batman, Batman v Superman sounds like a Supreme Court case. That would be super stupid. <laughs> yeah, it does. I was pissed when I was watching the movie. I was like, I don't understand. When are they going to start fighting for custody of their child? Yeah, it was it was the famous lawsuit against uh, 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 Bruce Wayne's uh, tax tax avoidance uh, by an alien from <laughs> Krypton. <laughs> anyway, also um, I think Wonder Woman's in there for like six yeah. lines of dialogue. Uh, it had it pulled um, 166 mil in North America alone. That was on opening uh, night. I uh, March opening, so I guess just the, so far this month, I believe. But I thought it had made more than that. I uh, could be wrong though. It has. It made 420 million worldwide. So that might oh, have been, worldwide. Okay, that must have been the number I was looking that, at. That that might have been opening night. But yeah, 420 mil uh, worldwide. It's the seventh biggest domestic domestic opening weekend of all time. So, which has got to be kind of a bummer for them in a way, because these movies tend to anymore be like just replacing each other on the list. You know what I mean? As right. they go. Well, my, my thought is, I, I wonder, all $420 million worth of people who saw this movie, they didn't all love it. Because while I definitely had a lot of people come back from this movie and be like, man, the critics are, they're, they're really must be just bored. Someone called it a slow news week for how, for how, <laughs> for how many bad reviews popped out. For, as people, for those that are defensible about the film, um, possibly justly, I have no idea yet, no. Uh, there are... Definitely a lot of people who were pissed off about the movie and came out of it complaining that it was just utter garbage. So I'm wondering, even though this was huge, will a follow-up movie do as well? Are people just going to continue to bite down on it? I think so. I mean, look, how many people complained about Man of Steel? And it, they oh. still went to see this movie, and it yeah. has the exact same problems. It's the like it's Except for at least Man of the Steel has like a plot that is driven forward. This film has no general plot. Yeah. That's the other thing is it just meanders at a dangerously slow pace towards the dumbest climax in cinema history. Not really, but it's definitely just not a good ending. The, the whole the whole concept that this happened baffles me too because Zack Snyder has not been killing it, and I don't mean critically. I mean he has put out a number of movies that have been badly like badly reviewed. Like I mean yes. 300, nobody had any expectations about it, so they were perfectly fine with it just being what it was. Uh, uh, the one that pisses me off the most is, uh, uh, oh shit, it's the one with all like, the stripper girls doing Sucker flips over punch. dragons. Sucker Punch! This was pointed out to me, this is true, this was pointed out to me by a very, <laughs> a very in-touch, pop culture-wise, Uber driver that I had recently. I had a long discussion on the way to a bar with some friends about this movie, and as he pointed out, this is a very good point, um, that movie is Zack Snyder's, like, uh, love project. You know, like like Christopher yes. Nolan, you know, had to 
put a movie out to be recognized as a director with competence, with chops. He had to cut his teeth on something. Once he had done that with, with, with the Batman series, he was welcome to do whatever he had in his pocket, and that was Inception. Uh, and a number of directors have all done this. They've, they've, they've entered the scene with a big hit, and then they get to do their love, you know, their their their, their passion project. Which usually does not turn out well. Passion projects usually are the worst films ever made. They're, they're usually... Because they've thought about them for so long, right, they never work out. There's yeah. so many examples of how well, it doesn't work out. Sucker Punch is his example, because that's yes. like the leash is off, have fun, and he made a two-hour-long bad music video, so... I mean, have you watched Sucker Punch? I couldn't get through it. 90% of that movie is about girls being raped. It is the most bizarre, like, so... anti-feminist, feminist movie I've ever seen. Like, I was shocked at how much of the plot was them being raped. It's just like, I, this is bizarre. really uncomfortable. I do not like watching this. I don't yeah. want to keep watching it. Because the background story is very upsetting. Uh, so, well, they, they, they let him off with another franchise. And, uh, I mean, I, he's making them money, so I think they're going to keep him, you know... On board, they're going to keep them giving them projects, but I wonder, you know, I wonder what it's going <laughs> to, what the I next mean, thing I, is going to do. Is he going to turn it around? Is he going to listen to reviews? And, well, I wonder if they'll if they'll know. take him off the project just because the movie. I mean, with all the bad reviews, a lot of people are saying a lot of the same things, which are, you know, like the fight scenes are ridiculous. They're the final fight scene is almost impossible to even tell what's going on, and when you can tell, you don't even care because it's just boring. It's just like a really uninteresting fight scene. And I wonder if they'll be like, we need to bring somebody in who can make these visually unappealing fights more appealing. But I also just think it's insane they're going the opposite way that Marvel did. Like, Marvel laid the path for how to make these franchises work, and they're doing the exact opposite. And I think it's only working because comic book movies are so... Like, if there was no Marvel Universe, I don't think the way they're doing this would work. I think these movies would just flop. But it's because people are just so into comic book movies now that, like, sort of mold is there for you to make a piece of crap and it can still make sense. You know what I mean? You don't have to really do the hard work anymore. Yeah. But, I mean, it's just crazy that in this movie, I, I told Ben, there's a scene where they reveal the existence of other metahumans, as they call them in the DC universe. And it is the most bizarre and just head-scratching way to introduce other characters. Well, I've got something else bizarre from this movie. We didn't talk about this, but I did find it before we started recording. Have you seen this deleted scene that's been going around the internet? No, what's the deleted scene? It's only about 20 seconds long. It's called Communion. It features primarily Lex Luthor, and he's like entering a pool of CGI liquid and greeting an alien. Like a straight-up, like, looks-like a queen alien for like alien versus, you know, the alien series, uh, sort of person with like arms and holding what I think people are speculating are the mother boxes from DC lore run by like the new gods thing. Anyway, it's bizarre. And as far as I can tell, there's no alien plot in that movie besides, you know, Superman. There's a, there's like a, a backup alien plot. And this film basically ends like, it, it's not so on the nose as, like, the Thanos appearance at the end of, of right. Marvel. But it's like, they really hammer it home that if you're, like, a DC fan, you obviously know they're setting up that the next, like, the JLA movie is going to be Dark Side. Dark Side? Dark, dark Side? Dark Seed. Yeah. Yeah. That blows my fucking mind because I said in um, too many episodes leading up to this movie that this movie has too much in it. It's got 
a new Batman that has to get his chops out. It's got a new Superman. Well, it's not a new Superman, but a continuation of a new Superman. You know, new whole new heroes like Wonder Woman coming in. A new villain. It's too much. And yeah. to, to, so for someone to write in, fucking aliens are here. God damn it. Anyway, it, yeah, the the whole subplot with Doomsday is is sort of the alien plot, I guess. It's yeah. very. I don't. The whole. Uh, yeah. I just. I don't. I'm not going to go into it. But yeah, it's very. Just a mess. Well, it's, that... so it's sort of weird that they're jumping right to their big gun. You know, I mean, like, the Avengers started off with, like, two other villains and then went to the guy who, like, basically unmakes the universe. DC is like, let's just go straight to our biggest gun and then once they defeat him, we'll come up with something. Like, I don't understand where they're going to go from there. <laughs> right, right. Well, uh, moving on, because we've said plenty about Batman v Superman, um, somebody else has been kicking ass in the box office still deadpool is now officially the highest rated r the highest the highest revenue r-rated film which is crazy because die hard is rated r and that movie is way better they need to adjust (laughs) for inflation (laughs) right now right now deadpool has pulled uh worldwide 745 million it's insane that's fucking nuts. The 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 next down, I think, R-rated movie was The Matrix Reloaded, which is uh, I'm glad. That's to, that's actually much more upsetting. Yeah. Yes, I'm glad Deadpool. Won. That's a garbage film. Deadpool. Yes. Is okay. Yeah. I, yeah. That's way better. I will say this too for everybody who thought I was too hard on Deadpool. I thought Deadpool was a better movie than Batman vs Superman. So think about how much I must have disliked Batman vs Superman. I really encourage people who think we're too harsh to come try and do an episode where you're not mean. It's just so much more fun. Well, yeah, I mean, it would just—it's be... just more fun. We liked Deadpool. I liked Deadpool. Pose. Yeah, that. I just didn't. My whole point was I didn't think it was as good as every. I sure. mean, like, just as I don't think Batman's as bad as those reviews. Batman yeah. Superman. I. It's not good, but it, I don't think it's a twenty percent. Yeah. Those are far too harsh. Uh, I think I think I saw a review called it a crime against comic books and all that stuff. I'm like, all right, relax, <laughs> relax. Yeah, I was gonna say there's been plenty of movies that more fit that bill. Let's say also this. plenty of comics that are utter trash. Let's not pretend that there's something to be you know put onto a pedestal. There's plenty of trash comics out there, well within the the uh, the mainstay heroes that we love. Anyway, uh, uh, jumping off from Deadpool, uh, I don't know if anyone cares too much about this, but Marvel is going forward with Iron Fist. Uh, they are going to do it? Sweet. They Sweet. are pushing okay. forward with Iron Fist on Netflix, and they've cast uh, Iron Fist uh, as uh, uh, the actor Finn Jones, who played um, – what is his name? He played uh, – on Game of Thrones, he played uh, Loris Tyrell. Um, if it helps at all, he's the he's the uh, homosexual love interest of Renly Baratheon, who gets murdered. I mean, spoiler. Uh, <laughs> wow, bro. Way to ruin it. <laughs> That's like podcast season. about Game That's of like Thrones. season one. Come on. You're all nerds. Finn, uh, what's his name? He's Finn Jones. He's he's got like blonde, kind of curly hair. He's shirtless a lot in Game of Thrones in beds. <laughs> oh, I don't know if I like this at all. <laughs> I, I, Looking at this dude, I don't know if I like this. I'm on board with it. I mean, I mean, I mean, Iron Fist is is pretty. Uh, is he a good actor? I mean, I liked him in the in, in the Game of Thrones. Not that he really got to flex his chops. I mean, he's just sort of like a, a side note in most scenes. He's not like a mainstay character, so. Uh, I can't say much one way or the other. I think I like his look. I think he'll look all right. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited about it. 
Matt, he hasn't been in a lot. Although I never, I didn't know who the guy was who played Daredevil, and he turned out to be pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah, good point. Uh, the last thing I wanted to bring up is this has me really excited. The reviews, uh, not not official reviews, but the general reaction from the first episode of Preacher is astoundingly good. Um, one of my favorite places to go for movie reviews, Birth, Movies, Death, uh, just essentially praises it for like almost an entire article talking about how it nails everything right. It, it really pushes the boundaries. Did it do a, a review of any other TV shows based on comic books? Uh, I would have to look around to be sure. Okay. Um, but it, it, they, they called casting uh, to a person perfection uh, and generally just uh, praise the hell out of it, as did a number of other places. I think mostly I've seen nothing but positive reviews. They apparently played uh, uh, the pilot at South by Southwest. Um, oh. So, yay. I mean, I like Preacher. Uh, it's not my favorite comic, but I definitely enjoyed the shit out of it. So I'm excited to hear that it's getting a, a loving touch, considering how many comic book uh, uh, franchises have died a horrible death in the hands of TV shows. Uh... And some of them have lived on when you wish they had. <laughs> yeah. So that's... Um... There was one thing I forgot to mention. I don't know if you've seen it. Yeah. Uh, they released the Batman Lego trailer. I did see it! I'm so excited about it. It was definitely weird, but I appreciated it. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward oh, to it. That was the, honestly that was the best part of the experience of going to see Batman vs <laughs> Superman was that trailer. I was like, all right, I can leave now. Shots fired. I, I have no real critique. I just I just I just got giddy seeing it. <laughs> yeah, the trailer wasn't great, but I figured that probably most of the movie is still being compiled. You know what I mean? Since it's all CGI, I was like, they probably don't have a huge number of scenes they can go to because they probably are doing them maybe by like location or whatever. Yeah. The... So yeah, so I was like, eh, still though, it seemed enjoyable. Yeah. Um, I think that just about covers it. So, uh, find yourself a copy of Batman Returns uh, any way possible, legally, <laughs> legally possible, any way legally possible. Well, let's just let's put it this way: we're not legally responsible if you decide to break the law. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and uh, tune in for an episode with or without a guest. Who knows? We'll find out. Time will tell. Together, <laughs> it'll be a it'll be a journey. Can all enjoy, and we can promise you it'll be better than Batman versus Superman. But then, well, yeah, no, I can say that every episode of this podcast is better, uh, uh, even this mini episode, and it's not great, guys. Suck it, Snyder.